0: All right, it's 102.9 The Hog. I'm Borna, and excited to welcome comedian Whitney Cummings to the program here today. Whitney, thanks so much for taking some time to uh, call us here today.
1: Thank you. I don't think I've been to Milwaukee since I was at, uh, I did the Rescue Me Tour with Dennis Leary, like, Twelve years ago, so I'm so excited to come back. I know it's crazy.
0: Well, I don't know if you've watched any of the NBA Finals that's going on, but like a lot of the downtown city looks completely different from 12 years ago. So there's some really cool spots that, if you got some time, that you could check out and uh, and and walk around and and hit up.
1: Well, I guess my biggest question for you is, what is the thing I could say on stage uh, at the Pabst Theater, uh, Milwaukee, that would get me canceled? (laughs)
0: <laughs> that would, that like, would get you canceled?
1: It's, it's never anything that's like, you know, off limits on Twitter. It's always like, what's the what's the biggest mistake, blunder I could make about Milwaukee? For example, last time I did Detroit, the show was going great, killing, super fun. And then at the end, I was doing this joke about how guys um, uh, wear jerseys, like team jerseys yeah. when they're watching, like as if someone's going to, like draft them at any at 47 like they guys like truly think like Patriots fans are like Bill Belichick's gonna call me any minute gotta be ready gotta be like they think they're gonna call it like Tom Brady broke his ankle we need you man um and I said Boston Patriots by accident
0: oh it was bad (laughs) Now I get you. Anything here in Milwaukee? Like if you're you're here November fourth at the Pabst Theater, so it'll be football season. If you like came out in the Chicago Bears jersey or said "Go Bears" or something like that, you get you get some hearty booze for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs>
1: okay, has, so that's that's it. Okay.
0: Has that ever so that ever happened to you? Because I don't know how like you or any like musicians that go on tour keep track of where you are in every given day. Because a lot of it like a lot of it looks the same, right? It's just. Travel hotel rooms and in theaters. You ever made another mistake like that? Like call out the wrong the wrong city or anything?
1: Oh yeah, I thought you were say called the wrong name in bed I, all the a, time. Wrong name in bed, but but also, sure all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was just um doing Texas. I did. I've been doing these like smaller club like warm up dates for the tour so that you know, because comedians we haven't done stand up in a year. I want to make sure I'm not rusty and uh I or like know what's actually offensive versus what the 4,000 people on Twitter who complain about everything think is offensive. So I'm trying to figure out, um, and I was in, uh, I had just done in Texas, San Antonio, Houston, and I was doing Dallas shows. And at the end of the show, in my head, I thought, when I was in Dallas, I was like, oh, this show was so much better than that last Houston show. And obviously, always, we're always critiquing ourselves in our head. And then I went, good night, Houston, in Dallas. And it, I have it on video. It oh. was, brutal
0: it that's, was not
1: it did not go well i had to like stay on an extra 30 minutes to get him back
0: because <laughs> yeah because nobody nobody hates anybody more than their neighbor that's just a fact or anywhere you go in the world that, so,
1: yeah. no truer words have been spoken i was like i thought it was texas was the most don't tread on me don't mess with texas i thought at least you guys were unified within the state but <laughs> i was just like okay um so yeah so i just want to make sure i know what the what the off-limits things are, specifically in M-
0: Milwaukee. Uh, speaking to Whitney Cummings, we'll play the Paps Theater November 4th. Uh, tickets are on sale now. I want to go back to what. Tell me about the time you've called out the wrong name in bed. How'd that go over? I think it's like, got, <laughs> like were guys? do guys even care, really? Like, they go, eh, whatever. It's not the wrong
1: yeah. name. I call out my own name.
0: <laughs> so, that sounds like the right, right name then, probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Always marketing. Always branding. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what is uh uh what am I in for? I've never done the top theater. It's gorgeous online.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful, a beautiful theater, long time venue. It's got that that charm to it, that theatrical charm. It's a great room. We've got great venues uh here in Milwaukee and that's one of that's one of those that uh are, are really top notch It's gorgeous. It's, it looks
1: yeah. a little haunted
0: yeah I mean, like a lot of our buildings should be haunted they say are haunted here because they've been around for so long, so uh it's possible okay they're just, yeah 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 let's see if you get a... a- I
1: feel like' cause I have this theory that ghosts are always having sex with us, <laughs> and like we don't know what's happening, so when I'm on stage at beautiful old theaters like this, I'm always like during my set or like I'm always like are ghosts like Touching my boobs right now, like what are they doing while I'm doing my set?
0: <laughs> well, it is a touch me tour anyway. So right, I mean,
1: <laughs> exactly. You know what? I I have asked for it, and you're exactly right. At my last special that I did for Netflix was called "Can I Touch It." It was about you know I had this sex robot come out that looked exactly like me, and I had all this sort of um uh, jokes built around it. And then this the tour is kind of a wink at that. It's like "Can I touch it?" and now it's "Touch me," especially no one was able to touch each other for the past year. We weren't able to hug our own family members. It was crazy. And I was getting so, uh, I was just like, oh, I need someone. I want to hug someone or touch someone. And I don't let my boyfriend ever touch me, obviously. That would be disgusting. So (laughs) I, you know, I was just like, when I was doing shows, when it opened up again, I was just grabbing people. I was running into the crowd. I was so, everyone felt so deprived of human connection. So I was just kind of, you know, touch me. This is it. This is it. It's time. Masks are off. Do what you need to do.
0: So you were just back full bore. Like, once it was good to go, you're ready to be touched. Because some people are leery. Did anyone kind of, like, recoil a little bit or go, eh, you know, I don't know if I'm, if I'm there yet?
1: Not really. I, I, You know, it's interesting. because, I, But I also don't see, you know, the segment of society who maybe would. Like, the only people that are coming to these packed comedy clubs already, I think, right. either, you know, never took it too seriously in the first place. Or... You know, got vaccinated, did the thing, feel safe, had it. You know, I don't think anyone's coming to the show. You know, I think that me sitting on their lap is probably the most sanitary thing that happens at a comedy club.
0: Uh, speaking with Whitney Cummings here at the Paps Theater on and November 4th, tickets are on sale now. So I imagine, Whitney, with, you know, the year that year plus that everyone's gone through with, with no shows or nothing going on, were you, if you're at home like everyone else, did you find you have a lot of things to say and are ready to be said now coming out of pandemic time and, and, and getting back out there. How do you, how do you work on material where you couldn't really test it out on people? I guess, I guess face-to-face or in a crowd, but how is you as a comedian as a performer, keep your uh, chops up during that time?
1: You know, doing a podcast has been a game changer um, because, you know, I'm able to get feedback, but also sort of revisit them every week and then hear from the fans. So, so I had a great experience podcasting over the the pandemic and getting sort of feedback that way, um uh, you know. And, and I was so reluctant to start a podcast. It was literally like I was going on my friends' podcasts and I was like, "Oh, like you guys just sit around and blather about nothing, and none of what you're saying is true." Like I can do that. <laughs> like I, I thought we had to, you know, make sense. It's like you can really just do anything, go anywhere. Um, and, and your fans will go with the weirdest tangents and conversations. So that was really like liberating and made me think like, oh, I can do jokes about things I never would have done jokes about because it was a segment that did so well on the podcast. And then, uh, and then I had these outdoor shows at my house during the pandemic. We were like tested, we were distanced and we were, um, we were, it was just comedians. So everything that I'm working on and going to be doing, um, this fall on tour, Five comedians are, are more judgmental than five thousand people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, doing stand up for other comedians is a literal nightmare. But I think it made us all way stronger.
0: It feels like, and I don't. Know, I know you said you, you know you've done some some smaller shows to gear up gear up for your tour. People are ready, you know, ready to get out there, ready to laugh. But it feels like a lot. Like the, when you talk about the general public, it's gotten so much more sensitive, and it, it's you know, and, and is offended by every little thing, or it's or it's cancel culture. Do you? Does that factor? Doesn't factor into your your act or or your thinking? I would imagine with with knowing knowing the stuff that you do.
1: You know, it's it, it's kind of like to me. I think that you know, random people on Twitter that probably aren't real comedy fans and don't know George Carlin or Richard Pryor or. Bill Hicks or, you know, any of the people that we all look up to, like, they're offended or sensitive. I don't think the, you know, comedy fan that's paying money to see comedy who's seen my specials, uh, uh, I think most people, like, real comedy fans are offended by our jokes aren't funny. (laughs) So So, I also think a lot of people are offended by state comedy and, you know, going to see a show, and I think people want to come – take some you know we're, it's our job to take you through a psychological kind of haunted house mm-hmm. and i think real comedy things they want to sort of like go can i laugh at that am i allowed to laugh at that i've thought before she just said it you know we've all thought that you know so i think that the only thing that's really off limits are jokes that aren't funny or well thought out you know i think that, that all this like you can't say this you, none of that's real you can people are smart they, people know what jokes are so we just have to, you know, everyone can level up and be even more thoughtful and, and more in-depth and, and, you know, throwing something away is just a punchline. I think that's what's going to get canceled. If you haven't really thought through something in a clever way and present, like, here's my well-thought-out argument, I'm still going to take a big risk, but I'm not going to be sloppy about it. So I, I think that's that's the way we're going.
0: Excellent. Check out Whitney Cummings at the Paps Theater on November 4th, WhitneyCummings.com at Whitney Cummings, Insta, Facebook, and Twitter. Whitney, thank you so much for the time today. Lots of fun. I love you. uh,
1: Thank you. I cannot wait for the show.
0: Can't wait for you to come back to come to town. So uh, Whitney Cummings on 1029 The Hog. Thank you so much.
1: You rock. Okay, see you soon.
0: Thank you. Take care.